Hi, and welcome to For This Child, I Have Prayed. This is a podcast where faithful women share their journey to motherhood and how it has been marked by the goodness of God. Whether you are struggling with infertility, wrestling with postpartum, or navigating adoption, my prayer is that you are encouraged and uplifted by their testimonies of just how faithful our Creator truly is. In today's episode, Stephanie will be sharing her journey to motherhood that begins with an unplanned pregnancy and the fear of going through that alone, but then led her to the realization that God provides for all of our needs and that He was walking the path right alongside her. Now let's meet Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's it's really an honor and pleasure to be here and be a part of this. Oh, likewise. I am so excited for the listeners to hear your journey to motherhood. But first, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, I'm Stephanie. I am a single mom, a 40-year-old single mom of a beautiful, almost two-year-old baby. Um, I actually grew up in Tokyo, Japan. Uh, we we're in a military family. We moved around a lot and uh, came back uh, to the States uh, kind of when I was finishing my senior year of high school. Um, and I turned around and went back to Japan once I graduated from Clemson and lived overseas for an extensive amount of time, um, probably about 16 years or so. And then um, I... I, I, it was a very radical thing of me. I got to 35 years old and I was like, I'm not married. I don't have children. What am I doing with my life? And I quit my job in the medical field. I sold everything that I owned and I went down to uh, one suitcase and two boxes and I went searching for myself. And I guess along the way, in my search of, of for myself, I actually found God. And um, that's the best thing that ever happened to me, besides my baby. <laughs> so um, when uh, 2020 came around, I was living in Thailand and COVID was kind of on the brink of breaking out. And God put it in my heart to come back home. My parents live in South Carolina and I had been gone for 16 years at that time. And I realized that I could probably restart anywhere in the world, but I didn't want to wait till my parents were sick to finally come home. And so God had put it on my heart to come back to America. Um, but it was actually a blessing that COVID happened because all of the airports in Thailand shut down and um, I couldn't leave the country for five months. So imagine being gone for 16 years, making the decision to come home, and then you told you can't. So I think that God was using that time to build my desire to, to come home. Um, when I got back to America in the middle of COVID, this was July of 2020, um, I, I mean, you I didn't know anybody. I had my family here, but I didn't have friends. I was gone for so long and, uh, you know, still looking for my perfect partner. <laughs> and I uh, took to the apps 
Um, I met my daughter's father on, on Bumble and, uh, we dated for about a couple months. Uh, and I think that he came to the realization that he didn't think he needed to date anyone. Uh, and I said, well, great. Thank you for having enough respect for me, enough respect for yourself. And, uh, I wish you the best. I'm looking for my forever person. And, um, a week later, I actually found out that I was pregnant and that was very scary for me because, uh, I had been gone for so long. I didn't feel natural in America. I felt very much of a foreigner. And then at 37 years old, I was faced with this pregnancy that I did not plan and with a person I did not really know. And it it was very scary for me. So I think that we can often as Christians two-step Christianity. We can keep one foot in with church and then one foot in the world and feel like that that works for ourselves. And um, I guess this whole situation of this radical life change, being in a new country, which America felt new to me, and then also being in faced with an unplanned pregnancy, uh, it, it really makes you take a real hard look at your life. And, um, it was really hard for me at first because I didn't know what that was going to look like for me. I didn't have a job. I quit a six figure a year job and I came back to no job and had to get on government assistance, uh, because I was pregnant. What, what was I going to do? And, um, you know, abortion was the option that first considered or maybe not first considered, but it was definitely up there because how could I support a child? I'm not married. I hadn't worked in America. I I just, I felt very, very lost at the time. And um, I mean, I'm sad to say that that was a thought of mine, but it, it's it's very real. It is very real. And I think that I I hope my daughter never holds that against me. But I think until you walk in somebody else's shoes, you can't really understand why they would even consider the decisions that that come up against them. But I think that because I had recently found God, that's who I needed to turn to. And I came to New Spring uh, Church in South Carolina um, and I, it was in the middle of COVID. Everybody's wearing masks. You couldn't sit next to people. You couldn't talk to people. And I was just trying to reach for any kind of help whatsoever. Um, but uh, I came into New Spring and I, I felt welcomed. I felt seen. And I just knew I wanted to come back. But I was still kind of struggling with my present situation. And that next Sunday that I returned, the lady that met me at the door, um, she remembered me from the week before. And I just felt seen in a time where I was so confused. And that very day um, that I came back, uh, one of the teaching pastors there, Meredith Knox, gave a sermon. And in her sermon, she specifically said, we want New Spring to be a church where women who didn't know if they could keep their children could keep their children. 
And I felt that that was God speaking to me in that very moment. And that's when I just made the decision that, okay, let's do this. Let's let's let God into this space. And I cried every single day of my pregnancy. Every single day of my pregnancy, I cried. It was so scary for me because all my life I was wanting a family. And all my life I was wanting a husband. I wanted that that idea of what a family was. And I just I just had to trust God because I had no other place to turn to. And I I needed guidance. And I found so much of that in our church that I go to. And I feel that God was just always, always there for me, even though I felt so alone, like because I didn't have people to turn to, I was just turning to God. I was asking for help. I mean, there when you're pregnant, you have so many hormones going through your body. Sometimes you can't even make sense of what is up and what is down. Um, and I didn't have that partner that I could talk things through, that I could share with, or I guess walk, just just walk with through it. And I had to trust that God was just the one to be there for me. And there were many, many times throughout my pregnancy where like I wanted to give up or like I even wanted to take my own life because it was so hard. It was so scary. Like what was a, a life going to look like? And at that time, um, my my daughter's father uh, was going through some some personal things. And so he couldn't really be present with me in that moment. And we weren't together. So I couldn't really lean on him. But God just used that time of, of challenge for me to, to grow uh, in faith and trust in him. And even in my third trimester, uh, my daughter's father had revealed to me that there was another woman who was also pregnant. And in that moment, had I not already been walking with God and trusting God, I don't think that I would have had the strength to, or grace to just love and accept what life was coming to, right? These things that have happened and you can't change it. You can't undo these things. Um, but I had to trust that because it was done, because this is the way it was, that it, it is God's will. And there was a lot of growth that I had to come through in, in this. There were feelings of jealousy. There were feelings of unworthiness. There were angry feelings of why me? This is not my plan. But I just learned so much about God's character in that time that I never, even though I physically felt alone, I could always talk to God. And I just had to trust him. I just had to trust him through that all. And the first time I met the other mother, uh, her and I, we went out for dinner together, just me and her. And we had to just introduce ourselves and make 
you know, I guess make lemonade when you get lemons. I, I, however that saying is, but, uh, we needed to get acquainted with each other because whether we liked it or not, we were going to be involved in each other's lives moving forward. Um, and you know, now 2020, when you look back, it's like, man, like God, God had his hand in this the whole time. Um, and I think that had I not learned to grow in my relationship and trust with God, that I wouldn't have been able to enter into this very unique family, modern family, if you will. Um, I wouldn't have been able to enter it with the the grace that we all exhibit so freely now towards one another. Um, my daughter is 12 weeks older than her sister, and it is such a joy to see them together. Um, all of us are single parents raising two little girls together. And, you know, talking about the modern family, we have a Google calendar where we share the schedules so everyone knows where the kids are at and, and how best we can help support each other. And uh, when they're with their dad, we get video updates and pictures in a group chat. It's, 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 it's so funny uh, that I hear of, of families that have so much discord and how, you know, they, they pit one another against each other. But uh, when you truly let go and for lack of a better word, let God, that whole cliche, um, God can transform anything and, and turn it into good. So when I look back, even though it was such a hard time for me to walk through, I wouldn't change it for anything. Because I have a beautiful daughter of my own, and she has a sister who I love deeply, and another mother who walks through the day-to-day just like I do, and then a father who has shown me the love of God as well. Because the way that my daughter's father looks at his, his girls it just shows me that that's the way that God looks at me with so much love and so much compassion. And I guess that if I could speak a word of encouragement to anyone that is walking through uh, the journey to motherhood is that it looks different for everyone, but God is what you will need in your own foundation to prepare you to where you need to go. As a, as a mother, uh, if you don't have the right foundation, I feel like it would be so much more difficult to walk through any day of motherhood. So I have so much reverence towards God and uh, how much he's done for me. And, you know, I just, I just want to love and pour into other women so that they can ultimately know and, and come to love God the way that I have come to know him. Thank you, Stephanie, so much. And I love that encouragement that you you just gave and something that 
really resonated with me hearing your testimony is that God meets us exactly where we are and that there is no place for shame or fear or sadness when you are standing at the foot of the cross of Jesus and that he died for us, for our salvation, so that we don't have to feel that shame or fear. And if there was one thing that you could say to the Stephanie when she first found out that she was pregnant, what would that be? That before I even met my daughter's father or the idea of pregnancy, that God already knew about Abigail. He already knew her and her life. In Psalms 139, it says that like he formed us in our womb and knew us in other seclusion. And to know that like God already knew that this would come in my life before I even knew who it would be with. I just have to say that if God allows a life to come into existence, like we are made in the image of God and we should honor that. And if I knew that to the way I know now, then I can only meet that challenge with great gladness because I had a hand in the miracle of life. So don't be afraid. I love that. No, no need to be afraid. He, how many times does he tell us in the Bible that we're not to fear? And so I think your testimony is such a great reminder of that. And I also love that you shared about your family, your your modern family or your no ordinary family. And I think God is so evident in your family as well. It exemplifies grace and forgiveness and love and mercy and the love of the Father, which all these things are our Heavenly Father. Um, so thank you again for just sharing that. I know you just quoted Psalm 139. Is there any other scripture or resources that you leaned on that you would like to share with listeners? Well, I think that to where I got, yes, I believe that my situation almost accelerated that relationship with God, but a relationship doesn't happen uh, passively. You have to work at it. I was desperate in that situation of being an unwed mother and feeling the shame from that. And I needed to find freedom. And that freedom happened because I was reading my Bible. I was praying daily. I was trusting God. I was journaling. I would read books. Uh, uh, I think ultimately learning more of God's character is what I needed to do. And I think anyone, if they're trying to increase their faith or, or if they're trying just to make a change, if they actually understood more of who God is, I've, and it doesn't happen passively, you've got to work at it, you know, and, and allow him to, to just show himself to you. Like, he is so good. He's such a good father. And like, because I got to learn that, I, 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 I'm just more trusting of him now. 
I, I don't have fears uh, or anxieties. I had to wrestle with shame for a very long time. And then when I released that shame and just trusted in a good, good father, like I never had to pick up that shame again. Uh, the fears, the anxieties, like being provided for. I had women in my church that were, that I had a complete stranger offer to throw me a baby shower, you know, and that taught me to sit and receive because God revealed to me that, you know, yes, he's my provider, but who am I to dictate where his provision comes from? And I had to humble myself and sit and receive. And uh, that was an exercise for me to have to get through for sure. Yeah, that that reminded me of something that I had heard once. Don't block someone else's blessing because yeah. they're blessed to be a blessing. So it was a blessing for that woman to be able to bless you and it mm. blessed her. So that is a great reminder and a great lesson that sometimes we have to sit and receive as well. Even when we don't feel like we may deserve it, who are mm. we to decide what we deserve and not only God? So, and I know you and I had talked previously about a organization called Embrace Grace. Would you like to speak a little bit on that? Sure. Um, so Embrace Grace, I, I believe they're out of Houston, Texas, I think, or Texas for sure. But it's an organization where women that have unplanned pregnancies uh, can turn to for the support that they need. Um, and there are many chapters uh, throughout the United States, but I think that if you are faced with an unplanned pregnancy, shouldn't you be able to turn to the church and get the support and love you need and in a way that that is of Christ, is, which is of Jesus? Like Jesus doesn't have shame. There's, there's, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And because of that, like, he just wants to show you a way. And I think that Embrace Grace as an organization can truly help um, minister to women that are walking through one of the scariest things that they, are, they, they might encounter in their life. Yes. And like you said, there are chapters across the United States, and it's such a beautiful organization and community of of women that, like you said, as a church, we are not here to condemn, mm. um, only to show love and grace. And so I would encourage any woman listening uh, who may find themselves in a similar situation of Stephanie, maybe with unplanned pregnancy, get into your community, surround yourself with men and women of Christ who are going to love on you and love on that child and just know that you are you are not alone and we are here to shine that light and love of Jesus on you. So is there any other scripture that you might like to share? Um yeah, actually and and this is kind of a life verse for me. Um but it it's Ephesians 3.20, and I'm going to read it, and then I'll give a little bit of uh, my thoughts upon it uh, after. But uh, Ephesians 3.20, that says, Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. 
when I heard that verse before, I would get encouragement because I think that, yes, God can do so much more. He can provide more. He can arrange things differently. He can bring opportunity and situation to you. But I feel like the, the key words in that, which I feel people overlook, is that the words within us. So, now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Because I was seeking God and allowed him to change me from the inside out, that there was more that could have been done. There, Because God changed my heart, uh, to extend grace in this situation that I can only be kind and loving and be a reflection of, of who God had created me to be. I'm a different woman now because of Jesus. I'm a different woman now because of walking through an unplanned pregnancy. And I, I, I can't, I would never change my story because my story ultimately brought me to the feet of Jesus, and I will every day for the rest of my life tell somebody about Jesus, whether it be through my words exactly or my actions. I will tell the story of Jesus because of how much he's done for me. Well, I can't thank you enough, and I know the listeners feel the same, for abiding by by that and by sharing your story and being willing to come on to the Forward This Child I Have Prayed podcast. Stephanie, thank you so much for sharing your testimony. I know there is a woman out there who is going to receive so much hope, encouragement, and faith from your story. And before we end this, would you do us the honor of closing us out in prayer maybe specifically speaking to that woman who is afraid right now. Yes, it would be my pleasure. I love talking to Jesus. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you. Thank you for your perfect will. Thank you for your guidance that we have in this life. And Lord, if this, this story will reach anyone Lord, let it be the one that you need to talk to directly. Lord, I hear that you want to say that you should not be afraid. That you have a plan and purpose for their life and the life of their child. That Lord, because you've allowed it to happen, that we would have the grace to say your will be done. That we would trust you. Lord, and I would just like to speak light and encouragement to any life out there. Lord, we are all made in the image of God, however that might be, and that we might honor you with life. Lord, I know that as Christians, you never promise us um, a perfect life. You said we would be met with challenges, but Lord God, what I have learned of your character is that you allow these challenges to grow our faith and trust in you. So, Lord Jesus, I thank you for my story and my challenges. And I thank you for the challenges that will um, these women, they might face. But Lord, that they would ultimately run to you because you are the best father and you are the one that can show us the way. We love you and we honor you 
and we praise you for all that you are. In Jesus' name, Christ's name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Stephanie. What an honor and a blessing to have you on to share your story and testimony. And thank you for the listeners who have tuned in today. Hey, if you know of a woman in your life who you think would find hope, encouragement, and faith in Stephanie's testimony, please share this episode with them. And if you have not already, please subscribe to the podcast so you are alerted every time a new episode shares. And if you could please leave a review as well on the podcast, my hope and prayer is that God uses this platform, this podcast to reach as many women that needs to hear it. And one way that we can help him with that is leaving a review. So I would really appreciate that. Other than that, I can't wait to see you guys next week. And in the meantime, I will be praying for you. Bye.